0: Greetings, my peeps, and welcome to the fantasy football hangout with your boy GD. In this episode, I'll be breaking down the Thursday night and the early Sunday games for week eight in the NFL. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Okay, guys, so you already know what time it is. It is week eight, so that means it's time for the weekly roundup. So let's go around the league to all the games that was played in the NFL. So starting with Thursdays, Thursday night's game, which was between the Green Bay Packers going to Arizona. And then remember, too, Arizona going into this game, Without Devontae Adams, COVID. And then Alan Lazar, also COVID. And then Marquee, Marquise Valdez-Scantling, he was already on the IR. And uh, they thought he would come off the IR, but not in time for this game. But nonetheless, the Green Bay Packers pulled this one out 24-21. Um, to 21. I tell you what, <laughs> this Aaron Rodgers... Uh, he's living up to his monica of being a bad man so anyhow so let's get into it aaron rodgers uh actually not a bad game considering the odds against him uh 37 passes thrown 22 completions 184 yards with two touchdowns he was sacked once pretty good given you know what he was without in this game but Aaron Rodgers seemed to pull it together for this one. And actually, the benefit for them was they ran the ball more. That's that's basically what they did. So, let's talk about the running game. A.J. Dillon, 16 carries for him, 78 yards. And then Aaron Jones, 15 carries for him, 59 yards. Then he caught seven passes for 51 yards on 11 targets. So, Yes, yeah, so uh, Aaron Rodgers doing what he does, um, getting it done, and uh, his run game really supported him in this one. And this game, this uh, Thursday, was all about game script. He Aaron didn't have the weapons that he normally has in the past game, so we run the ball down their throats. So, and that's what they did. So, uh, and you see that with the 31 rushes between the two guys here. So, so this is a good week to have A.J. Dillon if you had him in the fantasy, except for standard. You don't get that much with that. But um, Aaron Jones, solid week for him. In terms of the pass game, uh, Robert Tanyan three catches for 59 yards. And that was on four uh, targets. And then Randall Cobb reaching into the way back bag for him. Three catches, 15 yards, and two touchdowns on five targets. So so Randall Cobb ends up being the beneficiary for those guys being down. So kudos to him. In terms of Arizona, uh, this is probably the worst game um, from Kyler Murray so far this season. Thirty-three pass attempts, twenty-two completions, two hundred and seventy-four yards, and two interceptions. Ouch! And then he ran it six times for only twenty-one yards and was sacked twice. So uh, MVP um, campaign derailed with this one. But uh, you know he, he'll he'll get back up off the carpet. This was just uh, kind of a shocker. But yeah, what can you do? In terms of the run game. Chase Edmonds, seven rushes for him, 30 yards with the touchdown. And he caught three passes for 39 yards on four targets. And James Conner, uh, just more goal line work for him. Five rushes, 22 yards, and two touchdowns. So, uh, again, he's getting the work on the goal line. So, that's the way it goes, guys. What can you do? So, so basically, there are three touchdowns came on the ground. So, So that means not much going on in the receiving game. So, let's talk about that. DeAndre Hopkins only targeted twice in this game, 66 yards. So, uh, Green Bay did a a pretty good job taking him away. A.J. Green, uh, five catches for him, and that's for 50 yards on eight targets. And the costly um, in, incompletion at the end, which turned into an interception, which sealed the game for the Green Bay Packers. So Christian Kirk, four catches for him, 46 yards on six targets. The newly acquired uh Zach Ertz, four catches, 42 yards. Well, you know, last week was his debut, but he's still new to the team. And then Rondé Barber, three catches for him, twenty-four yards on five targets. He did lose a fumble in this game, so he's sinking further into the uh, into the abyss. So, so in terms of the Cardinals, they they go to San Francisco next week, and for Green Bay Packers, they face the Kansas City Chiefs in what should be a pretty good game um we'll talk about kansas city uh much later so moving on to the sunday games the sunday early games uh carolina um going to atlanta and beating them 19 to 13 this was kind of a weird sort of game but um another kind of defensive battle here it seems so let's talk about it Uh, as far as the quarterback Sam Darnold still kind of embattled here. Um, 24 pass attempts, 13 completions, only, only 128 yards, Ugh. but he did run it eight times for 66 yards. He wasn't sacked in this one. So Sam Darnold still slumping. He's been, he's been off the past few weeks here. So, um. Hopefully, uh, he can get off the schneid soon. Um, we'll see. In terms of the run game, Chubba Hubbard still filling in for Christian McCaffrey. 24 rushes, 82 yards, and a touchdown. And then he had one catch for nine yards on two targets. And he did lose a fumble in this one. So, uh, In terms of his back, backups, Amir Abdullah, eight rushes for him. 31 yards. He did th- catch three cat uh, passes for 35 yards on five targets. And then Royce Freeman, six catches, 25 yards. So um, bad news if you're Chubba Hubbard, uh, you have shares in him. Christian McCafferty supposed to be on the way next week uh, for week nine. Um, but if I were you, I still hold Hubbard. Because I, at this point, I don't know if you can trust McCaffrey's health at this point. I don't know if you can. So you still got to hold on to Hubbard regardless. So at least for the next few weeks. And then for the receivers, DJ Moore, four catches for him, 59 yards. That was on eight targets. Um, The tight end, Tommy Treble. Three catches, 18 yards, and four targets. Robbie Anderson, zero catches, and he was targeted once. The nightmarish season for Robbie Anderson continues. Uh, I cannot put my fingers on what happened here, guys. I just knew I was so wrong on this one. He has not done it this season. He had the one good game, and that was game... The first game of the season, and you couldn't even say that because it was only one catch, a long, uh, a bomb for a touchdown. So, at this point, I I don't see how you can you you can hold on to him. I just don't see it. So, um, I said that about Tyler Boyd last last week, but uh, we'll get into that later. But Robbie Anderson is a tough. <laughs> uh, player to own right now um if you were to drop him for a hot guy by all means do so um we're at the midway point so i don't know if this thing is going to turn around in terms of atlanta matt ryan uh, who had a great game last week coming down to earth here um 27 pass attempts 20 completions 146 yards a touchdown and two interceptions and was sacked 3 times. Uh I say that although he um him not having his top target doesn't help matters, I'll get into that. In terms of the run game, still uh share Mike Davis, 9 rushes, 44 yards, then he had five catches for 22 yards on six targets. So, it still looked like it's being split up between him and Cordero Patterson, who, by the way, had nine rushes himself, 35 yards. He caught also five passes, 37 yards in the touchdown. So, right now, Patterson is the running back of use in terms of the Falcons. So, um, Davis, yeah, he's, again... If you see somebody out there on the waiver wire, kind of like a, a Khalil Herbert, who I'm pretty sure he's owned by now. Um, but even a Boston Scott, that type of guy, I I think at this point you got to drop him. So uh, that's my feeling on that. Anyhow, in terms of the past game, I told you Matt, Matt Ryan was without his um, weapons calvin ridley was a late scratch in this one um he's going through something guys i don't know exactly what it is but he's going through something he says you know he's not mentally ready to get back on the field just yet um i know these sort of issues are popping up in sports so you know you, you just gotta uh wait it out and see what happens but um if you got shares in Ridley, you're, you're you're nervous right about now. And if you're somebody like me who, uh, I kind of had something to do Sunday, and I just assumed he would be in there, was unable to change my roster over, and took a hit on one team. The other team somehow pulled out a win. I don't know how, but anyway. So, uh, yeah. So if you you make that move. After hearing about him being a late scratch, you probably went through the same thing I did. So anyhow, um, in terms of who was there, uh, Tajay Sharp, five catches for him, 58 yards on six targets. Kyle Pitts had a down game. And I imagine that's because now, you know, defenses are, are um, you know, zeroing in, in on him. You know, being that he's the valid, you know uh receiver that they have uh targeted six times only two catches for 13 yards and then russell gage this this is a perplexing one especially after what he did last week he has zero receptions and he played in that game i was because i was i was looking i was like let me make sure of this he played in that game and had zero receptions and no targets so that's tough, <laughs> especially given the fact there was no Ridley. So you figured somebody has to cash in, but it is what it is. So anyhow, um, next week for Atlanta, they travel to New Orleans and what could be an interesting situation there. Uh, I'll explain later. And then Carolina, they host the New England Patriots, who, you know, Kind of on the low is, um, you know, kind trying to make their move there. So and I'll talk about them later as well. So moving on to the Buffalo Bills hosting the Miami Dolphins and beating them pretty soundly. Twenty six to eleven. Josh Allen still doing Josh Allen things. Forty two pass attempts, twenty nine completions two hundred and forty nine yards, two touchdowns. He wasn't sacked in this one and he ran it eight times for fifty five yards in a touchdown. So Josh Allen getting it done and his team is getting it done. So, uh, yeah, def- definitely, definitely uh, he's putting in the work yeah, and coming off that bye as well. So in terms of the run game, still what it is, Uh Devin Singletary, seven rushes for him, 28 yards. He had a catch for a yard. And then Zach Moss, eight rushes for him, 19 yards. But six catches, 39 yards for him on seven targets. So I wouldn't call it dumpster fire per se. Maybe it's, well, you would think. I don't know what to think with this backfield. So uh, I still say Moss is the running back to own so uh, if you got shares in Zach Moss and PPR it's a salvageable day given the amount of work he got in the past game so moving on to the receivers Cole Beasley uh, let me say this now with Dawson Knox on the sideline he's looking early and often underneath to Cole Beasley and he's He's getting it in. 10 catches, 110 yards on 13 targets. Stefan Diggs, only 5 catches, 40 yards, and a touchdown on 7 targets. So he salvages the day with the touchdown. So, um, St- Stefan Diggs, not having the year you thought he would. That's only because Josh Allen is spreading the love around. So, what can you do with that? So, anyhow. Um, Tom Sweeney, the back, actually the backup to Dawson Knox, three catches, 30 yards on four targets and Gabrielle Davis making his, uh, appearance. I haven't, haven't said that name since week one, four catches, 29 yards and a touchdown on five targets. So not too sure too many folks, uh, have him, had him in their lineups, but What can you do? And then Emmanuel Sanders, uh, zero reception. He was targeted four times. So uh, it just didn't work out for Emmanuel Sanders in this one. In terms of Miami, Tua Tagovailoa still embattled. But um, looks like he'll be uh, keeping his job nonetheless. Uh, 39 pass attempts, 21 completions. 205 yards, one interception. and He did have four rushes for 10 yards and a touchdown to kind of salvage that. And he was sacked twice. So not such a good one here. So eh, what can you do there uh, in terms of the run game? Now, remember that without M- Malcolm Brown, he's on IR now. So it's kind of Miles Gaskin uh, backfield to lose. And he got 12 rushes, 36 yards, three catches for 19 yards on four targets. Not the greatest of days, but, you know, at least you're seeing the usage with him. So, Salvin Ahmed, his backup, seven rushes, 22 yards, uh, six, six yards, one reception for six yards, and that's on two targets. So, again, Gaskin is the guy. Um until further notice. so yeah, what can you do? It's I still say it's a bit of a dumpster fire, but you know maybe these weeks without Brown uh Gaskin can kind of leap out ahead. we'll see. in terms of the pa- the past game, Devonte Parker nice game for him eight catches for 55 yards. And he was targeted 11 times so you that's pretty good. Um, Mike Gesicki comes down to earth, three catches, 48 yards on four targets. And then Jalen Waddle, only four catches for 29 yards. He was targeted 12 times. So needless to say, the uh, DBs for the Bills made sure to make Waddle's day uh, not so easy. So anyhow, so for the Dolphins next week, they host the Houston Texans so a perfect opportunity for uh Tua to bounce back from this one and then for Buffalo they go to Jacksonville so uh definitely uh um should be more more offense uh definitely once they hit Jacksonville and face that team so uh yeah so anyhow Let's move on to the next game. The 49ers going to Chicago and beating Chicago 33-22. Jimmy Garoppolo, another embattled uh, quarterback here. 28 pass attempts, 17 completions, 322 yards. He he rusted five, interestingly, rusted five times four yards and two touchdowns and he wasn't sacked in this game it's weird because if uh unless they deemed him a runner at that point because i well anyway let me not get into the minutia of that uh so he had two rushing touchdowns in essence so so that's a pretty good game for him he didn't get the passing touchdowns but he got the running touchdowns so you'll definitely take that in terms of the run game Elijah Mitchell is really surging ahead as the the workhorse here. Uh, 18 rushes, 137 yards, and a touchdown. So guys, those who held on to Mitchell while he was out with injuries uh, is paying off dividends for you. His backup, Jamichael Hasty, three rushes for four yards, then two catches for 29 yards. So. Um, yeah, so this is Mitchell's backfield. Uh, I think um, I think we probably won't hear too much from Trey Sermon. Um, remember, he was kind of the darling coming out of uh, preseason. But now it looks like Elijah Mitchell, man. He's, he's, he's the guy now. So, uh, hey, what can you do? So... In terms of the pass, passing game, uh Debo Samuel, I mean, my goodness, he is turning in a heck of a season. Six catches, 171 yards on nine targets. Whew. Man. And then um Muhammad Sanu. Still alive and kicking three catches for him, 59 yards on four targets and Brandon. Ayuk, uh, maybe he's coming to life now, uh, four catches, 45 yards on seven targets. So, um, it'll be great for Garoppolo if, uh, this guy can come to life there. So we'll see what happens there in terms of Chicago. Uh, Justin Fields, pretty interesting game for him. Uh, 27 pass attempts, 19 completions, 175 yards. He had one touchdown, one interception. He ran it, though, 10 times for 103 yards and a touchdown. So so actually, on paper, this isn't a bad game for him, Um, especially the over 100 yards rushing with the touchdowns. So all in all, that's pretty good. Uh, In terms of the run game, Khalil Herbert, 23 rushes, 72 yards. He did catch two uh, passes for minus four yards. So he's still getting to work. Um, Damian Williams, who is actually back, only rushed it twice for three yards. So it definitely looks like Herbert is the guy until uh, Montgomery comes back. And there's plenty of question marks if and when he comes back. So um, if you got uh, Khalil Herbert, you better hang on to him for dear life. Because uh, I, I think in the long run, he could end up being the back uh, for the rest of the season there. In terms of the pass game, Darnell Moody continues to see all the work. Nine targets, six catches for 64 yards. And then uh, the outlaw, Jesse James, (laughs) the tight end. Three catches, 38 yards, and a touchdown for him. Marquise Goodwin, 32 um, yards on two receptions. He was targeted three times. Cole Komet, three catches, 24 yards, targeted six times. And then you have Allen Robinson, of course. Three catches, 21 yards on four targets. You know, each and every week I come on here and I talk about Allen Robinson, how, you know, he's just not playable. You can't play him right now. Um, and that continues to be the case. Um, the tight ends being targeted more than he is. Uh, Darnell Moody and Fields seem to have a connection there. So, um... Allen Robinson is the odd man out in this offense here. So, uh, uh, unfortunately, guys, that's, uh, that's bad news. I know you don't want to hear that, but it is what it is. For Chicago coming up, uh, they'll be at Pittsburgh for a Monday nighter. Um, whew, that, that could be a very ugly game. <laughs> It'll be interesting to see the Manning talk about that one. Uh and then San Francisco, they host the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, Cardinals team who sh- might, may be foaming at the mouth after that Thursday night loss to Green Bay. So moving on. Speaking of Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh went in an ugly one uh, against Cleveland, going to Cleveland, winning that ugly 15-10. Uh, let's talk about the quarterbacks Big Ben uh, continues to man the fort for now uh 34 pass attempts 22 completions 266 yards and one touchdown uh, he was sacked twice so he, he continues to stay in there you know um you know Tomlin's sticking with him understandably so you know you, you you definitely can uh, you know, throw him to the bench, that's for sure. So he's healthy. He's, so he's going to go out there and play. So uh, what can you do? In terms of the run game, is there anyone else to talk about? Najee Harris, I tell you this guy, man. 26 rushes, 91 yards, one touchdown. And he had three catches for 29 yards on three targets. Uh, this kid is getting all of the work. It was questions going into from preseason going into the regular season. Can he handle it? He's handling it, man. He is. Uh, well, I like to see other running backs get more involved. Sure, I would. But he's getting all of the work he can handle right now. In terms of the past game, uh, Deontay Johnson... Still, the rapport with Big Ben, six catches, ninety-eight yards. He was targeted thirteen times though, Ugh. so a lot of misfiring there. Chase Claypool, uh, four catches, forty-five yards on so five targets. He also ran the ball twice for twenty-one yards, and then Alvin Gentry, the uh, the tight end, uh, he had backup tight end, rather. Uh, three catches, 39 yards on five targets. And Pat Frere move. He had a good game. Uh, let me check his. And while I'm doing that. Uh, also, James Washington. For him, he had f- one catch for four yards. So, he's your third wide receiver at this point. So... Um, you know, uh, that's about all you're going to get with, uh, in terms of that right now, uh, big Ben, he can only provide for Deontay Johnson, maybe chase Claypool. He's kind of getting involved a little bit here and there, but, um, yeah. So what can you do there? Oh, in terms of, uh, Friermuth, four catches for 44 yards and a touchdown. So he had the lone touchdown, and he was targeted seven times. Right now, the pecking order seems to be Deontay, then Friermuth, then Claypool, and anyone else after that. So, Um Yes, yeah, so that's the pecking order there. In terms of Cleveland, a lot of rumblings about Cleveland um as of late. Uh, Baker Mayfield, 31 pass attempts, 20 completions, 225 yards. He was sacked four times, so not so good there. Uh, Nick Chubb is back. He's back so 16 rushes for him, 61 yards. And it looks like De'Ernest Johnson, who lit it up last week on Thursday Night Football, seemed like he's filling in the Kareem Hunt role, and he had four rushes, 22 yards, in the touchdown, um, targeted three times, caught one for seven yards. So, in this offense, it seems like both running backs will be viable, regardless of who's in there, so... Uh, hats off the to frail to um not frail move. Uh, to Johnson for, you know, stepping in like that. So in terms of the pass game, Jarvis Landry, uh who's he's back now. Five catches for sixty-five yards. He was targeted ten times. He lost a fumble in this one. So David Njoku Three catches, 39 yards for him. Uh, Harrison Bryant, the t- the third tight end. Two catches for 33 yards. Rashad Higgins, two catches, 27 yards. Austin Hooper, four catches, 26 yards on six targets. And then there's Obe- o- <laughs> Odell Beckham Jr., one catch for six yards. Now, as a lot has been said, oh, they should move him at trade deadline. Well, as of this moment, the trade deadline has come on And it looks like Odell Beckham is going to be there. So, um, but a lot of qu- has been made, oh, they should try and move him, you know, so on and so forth. Because I know he can't be happy with this situation. I just know he cannot be happy with this. He is on a team that is a run first team, set up the pass type team. And he's not even anywhere in the pecking order. It's Landry, the tight ends, and then what, whoever else. So I'm sure Odell can't be happy with that. Um... What happens from there, I I really couldn't say. But, um, yeah, so right now, Odell Beckham Jr. is he he's a must-sit. He is a must-sit. I understand. I get it. I understand the talent he brings. I get that. I get all that. Trust me, I do. But right now, you cannot play this guy. You, you just can't. There's no way. So, yeah, but yeah, so and even even the hotel's father's getting in on the fun, uh, talking about how make Baker Mayfield is not even looking to him. So, uh, yeah, so very tumultuous in Cleveland right now. Uh, so hell, well, anyway, moving on to the next set of games. We have Philadelphia going to Detroit, the winless Lions, and, I mean, absolutely embarrassing them. Blowing the doors off, 44-6. Wow. Uh, In this game, Jalen Hurts, actually, (laughs) not such a great game, to be honest. He threw it 14 times. Completed nine passes for hundred and three yards. He ran it seven times for seventy-seven yards. So, not much activity from Jalen Hurts to be honest. And he wasn't sacked in this one. But you, here's what happened though: they ended up running it over forty, um, over forty times in the run game. So, um, in fact, it was. If I'm not mistaken, 46 times. Uh, and let's talk about the run game. Boston Scott. Uh, if you ran and grabbed him off the waiver wire, you are sitting pretty. Two, 12 rushes, 60 yards, and two touchdowns. Jordan Howard, who was like pretty much in the doghouse. 12 rushes, 57 yards, and two touchdowns. Wow. So you... You're, you got four touchdowns right there from two of your uh, running backs. And then Kenneth Gainwell, not so good. 13 rushes, 27 yards. So w- with Miles Sanders now on IR, this is going to be a total, total timeshare. And it's a three-headed timeshare, guys. Uh, <laughs> that is not what you want to hear in fantasy. But... I tell you what, if they can run it like this, um, you know, at least one of these guys can be viable. I like Boston Scott the most out of these three. It, he just seems to show up. So I understand. I get it. Game will has promise. I understand, I get all that. But um, Scott is the one I would mind owning. But you have to now. You have to go out and get uh, Jordan Howard off of the waiver wire if you're hurting at running back you have to go get him uh, i don't think you got much of a, of a choice so in terms of the pass game dallas goddard continues to capitalize on zach ertz being shipped out of town uh seven targets six catches for 72 yards quez watkins two catches for 18 yards Devonta smith uh, one catch for 15 yards on three targets. So, yeah, so, you know, um, it, it, not much happening in the past game. It was, it was the run that got them through. So, and also to mention, guard Minshew, who's the backup to Hurts, came in, you know, while the after the game was out of hand. Two pass attempts, two completions for 11 yards for what it's worth. So. And actually, he's a pretty good backup. Um, Moving on to Detroit. See, I don't know, guys. I don't know if it's the quarterback himself or the offense that they're running. But this is pretty bad. Um, Jared Goff, 34 pass attempts, 25 completions, 222 yards. He was sacked five times. (sighs) Not what you want to see. In terms of the run game, they were without Jamal Williams. So DeAndre Swift, 12 rushes for him, 27 yards. And he caught five passes for 24 yards on five targets. So just not much happening in the uh, run game. You know, uh, again, uh, it could be the offense itself. So Uh, in terms of the receivers, TJ Hawkinson, nice game for him, given given the, uh, you know, futility around him. 10 catches, 89 yards on 11 targets. That's pretty good. Amon Ross, St. Brown, three catches for him, 46 yards on five targets. Khalif Raymond in this one, zero catches. He was targeted once. So uh, let me say this about the past game. Right now, the only receiver you can trust fully is TJ Hawkinson, and he's the tight end. You cannot trust what else goes on over there. Uh, One week, um, it's Amon Rod St. Brown, who's barely targeted. And then next week, it's Khalif Raymond, barely targeted. Like now, it's just hard to trust any. Lions receiver right now, other than TJ Hawkinson. So moving on, Detroit, uh, great for them. They have a bye, so they could kind of, you know, lick their wounds and kind of figure out what's going on there. And for Philly, they host the uh, Los Angeles Chargers, who will be uh, out for blood. I'll explain later. So anyhow, so that that's that one. Moving on to the Tennessee Titans going to Indianapolis and getting a costly win, 34-31. Uh, to 31. I'll explain why it's costly in a minute. Um, in terms of the quarterback, Ryan Tannehill, I tell you what, he's going to have to uh, really step it up now in this second half of the season. Um, he had a good game here, though. Good game, pretty much. Uh, 33 pass attempts, 23 completions, 265 yards, three touchdowns, two interceptions, though. He ran it twice for 26 yards and was sacked three times. They're really going to need Tannehill to really step up his game, man. They're Because uh, if they're going to do anything going forward, they're going to need him. Um, Turns of the run game, Derrick Henry, where it all starts and ends. 26, 28 rushes, 68 yards. But in this one, he suffered a broken foot. This is a dagger in the heart of those with shares in Derrick Henry. I mean, how in the world do you replace this kind of production? (sighs) Next man up is Jeremy McNichols. I know everybody's running to the waiver wire to get him. I understand that. I get that. They just signed... Adrian Peterson, he'll uh, do a stint with the practice squad and then he'll be brought up eventually. Uh, Guys, I'm grabbing shares in Adrian Peterson. Uh, The reason I do that is because, to me, Jeremy Nichols is more of a third down type back. So I'm not going to go crazy over, I mean, it could end up being a timeshare because understand that Adrian Peterson is long in the tooth. Um, so I don't think Adrian Peterson will get the third down work that, uh, Jeremy McNichols w- would get. So, um, I think right now, either or you, you, you gotta go with Eva, even one of these guys, my preference personally is probably Peterson But I understand if you go for McNichols as well, I get that. So um, that's just me. In terms of the past game, A.J. Brown has really come to life in the past few weeks. 10 catches, 155 yards with a touchdown. He was targeted 11 times, so they are really clicking him in Tannehill. Jeff Swain, four catches, 23 yards and a touchdown for him. He was targeted five times. Michael Pruitt, uh, two catches for him, 22 yards. And then Nick Westbrook, Ickine, two catches for 16 yards and a touchdown targeted three times. So, um, again, no Julius jo- Julio Jones in this one. So, um, yeah. So, you know, in those cases, you know, Tannehill is going with his workhorse, uh, AJ Brown that's for sure so in terms of the Colts Carson Wentz um not a bad game um threw it 51 times though uh 27 completions three touchdowns two interceptions he ran it three times for 11 yards only sacked once in this one so he had opportunities to drop back and uh, do his thing so uh That's definitely a good sign. Jonathan Taylor, 16 rushes for him, 70 yards and a touchdown. He caught three passes for 52 yards on three three targets. Naheem Hines, the third down guy, uh, one rush for two yards, four catches for 22 yards on five targets. So Jonathan Hill still enjoying a fine campaign. In terms of the past game, I talked about Michael Pittman Jr. last week, how he, he bursted on the scene, and this was the game we were waiting for. Now he puts together another one. Uh, Ten catches, 86 yards, two touchdowns, and targeted 15 times. So definitely Wentz and Pittman now getting that chemistry, getting that rhythm. Um, again, for Pittman Jr., uh, those with shares in him, uh, you're happy as can be right now. Uh he's giving you wide receiver two, wide receiver one ceiling type numbers. You'll take that. Zach Pascal targeted eight times himself, five catches, 43 yards. T. Y. Hilton, the injury he suffered last week wasn't all that serious, so he's back. Five catches um no, five targets, two catches, sixteen yards. Jack Doyle, a name we haven't called much this season. Two catches, twelve yards, and he had the touchdown. And then Mo Alley Cox, zero catches, and he was targeted four times. So uh yes, yeah, so you're definitely happy if you got um Michael Pittman Jr. on your squad. You're you're hoping that this uh this chemistry between him continues. Next week they have the Jets. Um Definitely a he's a must start next week <laughs> no doubts about that being that he's hot right now so um so again the the Colts hosting the jets on the Thursday nighter so a short week for them and then for Tennessee, they have a Sunday nighter where they go to the Rams actually who just uh, <clears throat> who. Just acquired them Von Miller, so uh, they're they're going for it, guys. So that should be a good game for the Sunday nighter. Um, moving on to speaking of the Jets, uh, the Jets hosting the Cincinnati Bengals and beating them thirty-four to thirty-one. Mind you, the Jets were down ten with about five minutes to go in this game. And out of nowhere scored uh, two touchdowns at the end. Uh, let's talk about it. Mike White, uh, a rookie, backing up uh, Zach Wilson. Uh, then mind you, um, they uh, last week they got themselves uh, a quarterback. But uh, Mike White is like saying, yeah, hold your horses with that um 34 uh 37 completions on 45 um pass attempts 405 yards wow uh three touchdowns two interceptions was sacked twice um Josh Johnson came in a spell to spell him for a little bit two catches for four yard i mean two pass two pass completed uh, four attempts 17 yards so Mike White pulling out a huge game out of nowhere really um and then also uh let's talk about the run game Michael Carter um you know <laughs> yeah, remember game the first game of the season he wasn't even on the squad he was um They placed him on inactive for that. So, um, in light of that, from there to now, what a transformation, guys, I tell you. Um, 15 rushes, 77 yards, one touchdown. He caught nine passes in this one for 95 yards, and he was targeted 14 times. Uh, Guys, I tell you what, man. Um I didn't see that one coming. Um if you like myself dropped him and then picked him back up, man, you're sitting pretty right now. Um if he could give you this type of production going down the stretch and he has some favorable matchups down the stretch, so um you are definitely happy with that. Ty Johnson, um his backup, four rushes, 15 yards. And then he had five catches for 71 yards and a touchdown. And he was targeted six times. So, between your two running backs, 20 targets in the pass game. Yeah, you definitely take that. That's for sure. So, um, yep. Uh, in terms of the pass game, uh, Jamison Crowder still hanging around there. Um. Eight catches, 84 yards, um, and he was targeted nine times. And then, uh, oh, he also lost a fumble in this one, by the way. Also, two, Elijah Moore, six catches for him, 67 yards, and he rushed it once for four yards. So, you'll definitely take that. And then also um, Tyler Croft, two catches for him, 20 yards and a touchdown. Braxton Berrios, haven't called his name in a while, two catches, 13 yards and a touchdown for him. And then Keelan Cole, three catches, 25 yards on five targets and one target, everybody's talking about the incompletion was a one handed, but they, it didn't count. So, um, so, so much for that one. Yes. And they brought in Joe Flacco, like I said last week to kind of be that insurance, uh, quarterback in the interim while Zach Wilson is out. So, uh, but Mike White is saying, uh, oh, hold your horses. I think I got this. So, Anyhow, let's move on to the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, Joe Burrow, nice game for him. Uh, 34 pass attempts, 21 completions, 259 yards. Uh, He had three touchdowns and one interception was sacked three times. So, solid game from Burrow. You definitely take that. Joe Mixon continues his pretty strong campaign 14 rushes 33 yards for one touchdown then he caught four passes for 58 yards and a touchdown on five targets so definitely definitely um that's what you want uh from mixing that's for sure in terms of the pass game <laughs> oh gosh um t higgins four catches 97 yards on six targets. Tyler Boy, who I deemed as unplayable last week, five catches, 69 yards, and a touchdown. And he was targeted eight times in this one. Um, and he also threw one pass and completed it for 46 yards. So, um, yeah, so forget what I said last week. I guess they're, you know, after him being buried, uh, they chose to bring him back to life this week um cj uzama uh four catches for 33 yards on four targets and then jamar chase obviously the jets made a concentrated effort to slow him down and did so three catches for him 22 yards he did get a touchdown he was targeted nine times though and he ran the ball for once for nine yards so um, pretty surprising win here for the Jets. This definitely took me by surprise. Um, next week they go to Indianapolis on that short week. So that'll be interesting to see, uh, what they do for encore here. And then Cincinnati, they go to Cleveland they're arch nemesis in the division. So, um, yep. So, and then the last game we'll cover is the... L.A. Rams going to the Houston Texans and winning 38-22. Uh, Matthew Stafford still doing uh, doing this thing this season. Uh, 32 pass attempts, 21 completions. 305 yards with three touchdowns. Uh, and He wasn't sacked in this one. Matthew Stafford, man. He's continuing to make his case week after week after week of uh you know MVP, so um and then now like i said they just got themselves von miller they're going for it guys so um in terms of the run game daryl henderson continues his work 14 rushes 90 yards and a touchdown only one catch stole for three yards for him so um Continues his solid season. As long as he's upright, he did get nicked up in this one. So we'll see how he practiced this week. Um Sony Mitchell, um nine rushes, 42 yards, and he caught two passes for 14 yards. So, you know, if heaven forbid um, he Henderson weren't to go, uh Sony Michelle will be the next man up. In terms of the pass game. Who else can we be talking about here but Cooper Cup? Seven catches, 115 yards and a touchdown, and that was on nine targets. Uh, Van Jefferson, three catches for him, 88 yards on six targets. Robert Woods, a very good game for him. Um, Three catches, 35 yards, a touchdown, although he was targeted nine times, so it seems like Stafford's still trying to... Uh, get get that uh, rapport with him as well. And he also ran it three times for 22 yards and a touchdown. So, interesting added dynamic to uh, Woods' game. But you definitely take that if you got shares in Woods. Uh, definitely take that, that's for sure. And then Tyler Higby, three catches, 25 yards. In terms of Houston, Davis Mills, um... Looks like he'll be the quarterback for the moment. Um, I know Tyrod Taylor is soon to come off IR. We'll see. Um, 38 pass attempts, 29 completions, 310 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. He was sacked five times, though. In terms of the run game, I totally misread this, guys. Uh, Rex Burkhead, for crying out loud. Four rushes for 21 yards and a touchdown for him. He was targeted four times in the past game. Caught three passes for 27 yards. And then David Johnson, who I grabbed pretty much all over the place, thinking that this was his time to shine. Two rushes for four yards, one catch, minus one yard. So, yeah, yeah, this um, is safe to say. Uh, he can be dropped at this point. You just don't want any parts of this Texan run game. You really don't. I mean, I understand. Uh, Tyrod Taylor brings a different dynamic, but it's just toxic right now. You can't go there. Uh, in terms of the pass game, Brandon Cooks tied to this offense, but you know when he's able, he can show you what he got. Six pass attempts, six completions. 83 yards and a touchdown for him. Uh, Nico Collins, four catches, 55 yards. That's on four targets. Jordan Aiken, the tight end, five catches, 53 yards. That's on five targets. And then Brevin Jordan, uh, the backup tight end, three catches for 41 yards, and he had the touchdown there, the other touchdown, that is, on four targets. So... Um, and then as of now, it looks like Houston did not, did not deal Deshaun Watson. Uh, what does that mean? Um, I seriously doubt if, um, if other teams did trade for him, I don't see Houston using him this season. I just don't see it. So, uh, I think it'll still either be Mills or Taylor at this point. Anyhow, so Houston next week, they go to Miami, and then for the Rams, they have the Sunday nighter against Tennessee and what should be could be an aerial um an aerial show that Sunday nighter with um Tannehill now having to adjust his game with the loss of Derrick Henry. So okay guys, so that's all the early games. So the next time you hear from me, I will be giving you the late games for week eight, as well as the Sunday nighter and the Monday nighter. So we will talk then. So, my peeps, if you enjoy what you're listening to, you can like and subscribe to me on all the major podcast platforms. You can also follow me on my Facebook group, GD that Sports Dude. You can also follow me on Instagram and TikTok at GDThatSportsDude. And on Twitter, I'm there under GDThatSportDude. You can also write to me at ThatSportsDudeGD at gmail.com. You can also hit my Zelle at that same email address to support this podcast. And again, I value and appreciate you listening to the podcast.